0: You've put your blood, sweat, and tears into creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I affectionately call you a rebel woman. Hey there. My name is Melissa Rose, a brick and mortar business owner with a handful of kiddos and a few passion projects that I head up like this one. I'm also your visibility coach and consultant for a service-based business like yours. I'm passionate about helping small business owners thrive in their community and become the only option in town for their industry. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty gritty of running a successful brick and mortar business by sharing stories, talking strategies, and learning practical tips to run a kick ass business. Ready to be inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the small business of your dreams? Let's get real. Hello, brick and mortar business owners. How are you? Melissa Rose here. So excited to talk to you about today's topic on how to write a stellar blog. What key elements do you need? I'm really going to break it down today. Today's going to be a little bit more nitty gritty, a little bit more in depth than I have gone before because of the questions I'm getting behind the scenes. What does it take? How long do I need to have my blog post? What other elements do we need to talk about? So this is for the person who, is doing it, who's doing it yourself, who's um, creating that SEO, being super intentional about it. And we are going to get into the nitty gritty. So be prepared. Hello, hello. How are you? Today is a rainy overcast day, which honestly is perfect. Makes me um, then Not go outside or not miss being outside with the weather. Um, It's good weed pulling weather, which is then good therapy weather, right? Does anybody else do that? Does anybody go in their garden and just pull weeds and get lost in time? And sometimes those are my best ideas. Sometimes I take out aggression. Yesterday I was pulling out a a sapling, a little tree that decided to grow where it shouldn't go and took out a little aggression there. Um, Aggression, there's some personal stuff going on. So, Just life stuff that happens to all of us. It's just the seasons of life that change. And sometimes we just need that outlet. So, my garden is that place for me. Would love to know where it is for you. Um, Before we dive in, let's do a little happy dance. I got this uh, notification this morning and and literally went, yay. So, another uh, review for the podcast. Thank you so much, Mary Beth Simon. Mary Beth says, Melissa Rose is so generous with sharing golden visibility tips. I ran to my laptop to listen to the pod and implemented this week's golden nugget. So valuable. All right. Thank you, Mary Beth, for a, first of all, leaving the, taking the time to do that. If you haven't done it, I know it takes time. I have a list of people I want to leave Google reviews or podcast reviews, and then I make a note of it. And of course, that's always the last thing on the list, right? Because there's other things that need to get done. So thank you, Mary Beth, for taking the time to do that. Um, If you haven't left a Google uh, Google review or a podcast review please consider doing that. Put it on your list. And um, I know uh, it takes time and energy to do that, so I so appreciate it. Uh, This week's PSA, again, you got to do this weekly. That's why I am reminding you. Your PSA is to do your Google update, all right? So you're going to go back, look at your most popular or most engaged social, social post and bring it over to Google, all right? Same copy, same everything. Just just do it. It takes literally probably less than five minutes, and that includes opening the laptop, logging in, all the stuff. And cut copy paste, put it in your Google update. We just want to do that at least once a week. All right? So there's your PSA. Go do it. All right? Um, what else do I need to talk about? Oh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, you need to Google, uh, go to my Google workshop. It's completely free. Go to Ms. dot forward slash deals. That's where you can get all the info, all the podcasts, all the newsletter opt ins, all the all the goodies I have for free. Go there, and that will take you to what you need to do. All right. Here we go. I have, let me look at my notes here. I have eight tips, eight tips, eight things you need to do to create a really stellar, top-notch blog post because, you guys, they take time. They take time to do. And if you're going to do it, you want to do it well. All right? Once you get into a rhythm of this, they become easier. But just like taking on a new client, just like starting a new position, just like launching a new product or service the grunt work is the hardest part in the beginning, right? It's probably the <laughs> the first part is the hardest. And then closing up shop is the hardest, right? Or, you know, finishing the project the last, you know, 80% of the work it's done in the last 20% of the time. Same thing here with your blog post. You're going to do it and it's going to take time to write. Then making sure you execute on this is the hardest part. Um, I do some work for clients here. What I'm, what I'm, Talking about is I do the work, I write the blog post, I try to implement as much of this as possible. But if I don't have access to your website, it's up to you to get it up. And sometimes that's where the ball falls, okay? Because uh, business owners are busy. I get it. I have a brick and mortar, I totally get it. So when you have somebody trying to do the work for you, awesome, great, great job delegating, but there are things that you're going to have to implement to make the job 100%. So um, if you are delegating anything, try to let go of it and let that consultant or contractor do their job so that this work can get done. Okay, we're going to launch in here. And i um, take notes or maybe save this episode as something that to go back to because honestly I'm sometimes guilty of some of these. I'm reading through them I'm writing them down and go oh sometimes I forget that um, in my own work. So I just want you to be mindful of this and all of it of course should be done but you know what if you can implement one or two more of these each time you write a blog post, the better. okay Number one, your headline should contain not should it has to contain a keyword. I have a dance studio, a headline title. Why your dance floor is so important for your dance studio and educating your students. Something like that, all right? So we're talking about dance studio, we're talking about floor, dance floor. Then that needs to be included throughout the blog post. But you don't need to go crazy, all right? But you need to offer value of that keyword, dance studio, dance floor, okay? Now, this is a tip. This is a um, super important tip. Don't number your blogs. Don't say 34. Make sure your blog is using the title that you have for your blog. And for some of you, that may be like, well, the logic of that is overwhelming, for others, you might be like, I want it labeled so that way we know how long this has been going on. You can label it, um, you know, in your subtext or something, or um, number it on the side. But make sure your title of your blog is in the URL. That helps your SEO as well. Okay. So then this, um, then we're going to go to number two. Most likely you are using pictures because I've asked you to do that. Using pictures or video. That's super important to help. Make it visually appealing to the reader, um, uh, make it exciting for them, uh, not bore them, but I want you to add this element of geotagging that image, all right? So if you are an Apple user, you're going to, I believe it's right click on that image and you're going to put information in that image that makes sense, those keywords, so I would have a studio picture. I would have a picture of my studio and of the floor. And I would then put the information in key, uh, the keyword there or the title of that picture, dance studio floor. Okay. Also in Apple, you can look and geoset that picture by um, area. And this is another advanced strategy. You can change the location of where that picture was taken. And this will also help your SEO because then you are pinpointing different areas. And I would go 20 miles to my, let's say, left, left, west and drop the pin there. Because then when people are looking for dance studios near me, I would come up there, even though I am 20 miles east. All right, so it just helps your SEO there. For you non-Mac people, um, it would be alternate text, A-L-T, text, and you would do the same thing. I would Google it. I'm not a um, PC user, but that is what you do there. I would assume you would click on your image and um, add the alternative text. Label it with the keywords, okay? All right, we are moving on. Number three, we talked about this in episode 176, links to other places. And I just highlighted that, but I want to um, dive in just a touch deeper. This includes your social links. So making sure that you're sharing your post out. We're going to dive into that later in another tip. But any collaborations that you've done, maybe uh, for for me, for example, I give little gifts gifts from the local candy shop here in town. So I would hyperlink, um, where I get those, uh, treats for the kiddos. All right. And I would say that in the blog so that it's put there. So that's creating local SEO. All right. So Google sees that, okay, we're working with people within the area. We're tagging places, people, uh, businesses, but are they doing the same for you? Okay, and this is where it might be a conversation. We're like, hey, um, have you, you know... wording that conversation, if they have a blog or a social post, um, usually they do it more on social, but that should also be brought over into their blog. And maybe you could say, hey, you know, if you have a blog where you're working with local vendors, can you make sure you put me there too? And then that way it's a cross-reference there. Okay. So those are called backlinks. All right. So bringing our business to other businesses, or places. Um, This is a great thing to do if you donate to different charities or organizations in your community. Make sure they are putting it on their website so that you then now have a backlink pointed back to you, okay? Not just mentioning you, make sure they hyperlink it so that people, when they click on the dancing house or your business, it then comes back to your website. That is huge, okay? All right, number four, internal links. So going on the link thing we're going to talk about internal links now if you have been writing blogs for a while this is a great way to get more leverage within your own organization now in your blog you probably already link to other places on your website for example we uh i i invite you to check out my blog okay every other blog post we kind of do a newsletter format and then we do an informational one specifically for SEO. And when we do our blog each time we are linking to other pages on our website. You know, check out our 6 week session here and it's linked. Check out our birthday parties here and then it's linked to our birthday party page. Okay? That that makes sense. But if you have a website blog that has done really well and hopefully, you're looking at that. You're looking how many people come to uh, have read it and looked at it. You can link back to that blog, and that just creates this beautiful. Um, uh, like symphony, <laughs> I'm losing my words here, but it helps just get your readers to go deeper with you, all right? So um, if I'm talking about private lessons and working with my students, I could maybe talk about, mention the dance floor and then make sure I'm hyperlinking that to my blog post about the dance floor. Does that make sense? So we want that and Google likes that when we do that. And then it just helps you know more people come to your website in different places of your website, okay? So that is, again, another more advanced strategy that is often forgot about, forgotten about because we're so worried about just getting the damn blog post up that we forget to take the extra five minutes to go, okay, what is in here that I've created already that can be linked to places in my community, places on my website, and blog posts on my website so that the the reader can stick around longer and go deeper with me, okay? This also helps Google, okay? So first and foremost, I want to just preface all of this. This is for Google. This is for our SEO. So yes, also for a reader, but SEO really likes these tips. Okay, now we are on step five. And this is write a meta description. What, Melissa? Now you're getting all techie on me. Oh my gosh, this is an HTML code that gives the description of the blog. Here's the deal, you guys. Most of us are using Wix, Simplero, um, Squarespace, GoDaddy, you're using a website builder that is so easy right now, OK? WordPress is um, industry standard as far as people who are like really, really like big into the online marketing, OK? Us local brick and mortar business owners, we're using, some of us are using Google, right? You're using the Google website and that calling it a day, right? So when you are writing a blog post, I know for me when I use them plural, it is so idiot proof. It is so easy. It literally has their meta description, all right? Now, I have failed many times because it says, if you don't put something here, we will create something for you. So I'm just like, you guys do it because I just don't have the time. I've already spent an hour on this blog post. I got to move on. And that's what will usually happen is that the software that you're using will create something based on what you've already written in your blog post and they might pull out that first or second sentence. Okay? But if you want to have more control over that, if you haven't written a really good first or second sentence with keywords, um, it might not call your people to click on it, okay? So what that meta description does is when people ask the question, um, why does the dance studio floor matter for my student when taking dance? And let's say that my blog post comes up for why the dance studio floor. (laughs) floor matters when taking dance class let's say that comes up when they search for it it is then going to put the first couple sentences of that blog post unless i wrote a meta description of wonder why the floor matters it helps with prevents injury making your dancers stronger and uh work longer, longevity of that, okay? Clearly, I'm butchering this right now, but you see what I'm saying. So, you have more control over that, okay? It's not all this code. It doesn't have to be. Now, if you have a WordPress website, it might be a little bit more cumbersome. However, most brick and mortar businesses that I am working with, they are using what I mentioned before. They're using these very easy to build um, websites that are easy to go in and navigate and we're just not taking advantage of all the bells and whistles that it has. So add that meta description uh, just to make your blog post stand out even more. Okay. All right. Number six, this is a question I get a lot. How long, Melissa, does a blog post have to be? My dad would say it's as long as it takes. (laughs) How long will this job take? As long as it takes. Here's the deal, guys. There's no hard and set rule. On this, uh, I have done some research. Some people say 500 characters. Some people say 1,200 characters. Some people say 2,000 characters. Some people say a three-minute read. Some people say a 10-minute read. Honestly, it comes down to the value. When you are giving really good value with pictures, with good descriptions, um, making your reader want to keep reading without tiring them out, you know. So it's really up to you. All right, you'll look at some of my blog posts and it'll say a 10-minute read. It's just that that day we had a lot of things to share and it's probably a newsletter format where we're sharing all the things that are going on and happening. And then there's other ones where it's like a three-minute read. The key here, you guys, guess what? The key is consistency, all right? So if you're gonna do it once a month, twice a month, four times a month, I don't care how long it is as long as you are consistent, Okay. All right, number seven. This to me is a no-brainer, but it's a fact that has come up, and I see it sometimes with people that I'm working with, is that their website is not mobile-friendly. And what I mean by that, it's not that the website isn't coming up on mobile, it's not coming up quickly. All right, so do a test on yours. Ask your friends to pull up their website on their phone. And you guys, you all know this. There's like 95% of users use their um, phone to look up something. And then if I wanna go deeper, I do go to my website because I hate looking up stuff on my phone. I just don't like it. However, if I'm just gonna like, you know, just wanna take a quick gander, I wanna see how quick is it coming up. And if it's not coming up fast enough, you need to do some work there behind the scenes, or if it's not coming up and looking right, you need to fix that behind the scenes or have your web person fix that, okay? And number eight this is our final one. Make your blog post super easy to share. Remember how we talked about linking back to other blog posts, linking to pages, linking to um, other businesses in the community or people that you're collaborating with? We want to make sure all your socials are on that blog post so they can share it. Um, that's super easy. And when they share it, there's you will have control over what a picture gets shared with that blog post. And of course, the meta description will be included in there when they share it, okay? So that's why we want to make sure that's all there. So sharing that blog post, of course, you are going to share that blog post on all your socials so that people see it. You are going to email that blog post. You don't need to email the whole thing. What I like to do is say, hey, happy Sunday. We just have blah, 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 like a bullet points of the top three points of the blog post and click here more to read. And then of course, other people will share it, okay? And that is another way Google checks your website for SEO to make sure people are liking it, sharing it, giving you giving them the opportunity to share it, okay? So those are the eight things that you need to make sure are included to create a spectacular blog post. Yes, it might feel overwhelming. It totally does. I'm not going to lie. When I look at this, I go, ah! But honestly, mobile-friendly. Once you have it done the first time, cut, copy, paste, uh, duplicate, duplicate, okay? Um, once you have your social handles on the bottom and you have a system to email it out, duplicate, all right? Your header, that is a beautiful play with it. And then go to AM Institute to create a really great title or a hook people call it. You could try your ChatGPT or any other AI tool. I would not create a title first. I would write out your blog and then say, create a title. Okay. If you're using ChatGPT or something like that, Um, otherwise go to AM Institute and you can put in your title and they will give you a percentage. I've given this tool before. They will give you a percentage of, um, the opt, like the percentage of open rate per se. Okay, so if you get a 30%, okay, that's good, but can you get a 40%, 50? I have gotten up to a 66% and I'm like, boom, I just feel like I hit the jackpot. Your pictures, all blog posts should have some pictures, whether you geotag them, that's up to you. It's another step, but it really does help with that SEO, all right? This um, linking is, that's the one where I I fail sometimes. I I don't take the time, the extra time to link to other people, places, or or things in our community and or um, making sure I'm linking to another blog. Like to me, that is like sprinkles, cherry on top when you do that, okay? Meta description is sometimes auto-populated for you, so I, um, you know, that's another bonus one. And then, of course, how long it takes. It takes as long as you want it. Okay, so that's just my recap of personally what I do with my blogs. Um, I hope this is helpful. Please share it with your business bestie if they're overwhelmed and... Um, Needing like okay, just somebody freaking break break it down for me. There you go. If you want help with this, this you guys. If you can't tell, I get a little excited about this stuff. I love it. I love helping people. I worked with. I did some work for a client yesterday, and just gave them. I said this is a rough draft, and they're like, oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. This is amazing makes me feel so good because I just genuinely geek out on it. So if you can't tell, that's my passion. If you're interested in learning more on how to work together, if this is something you'd like help with, uh, just click a 20-minute discovery call where we can just chat and learn more about each other and see if working together is right for you. That's going to Ms. forward slash deals. That's where all the fun buttons are to learn more. All right, guys. If this was helpful, please leave a an uh, iTunes review. Uh, rating and review, that would mean the world to me. And um, I will shout you out on the next podcast. All right, guys, have a great, great week. We will see you here same time, same place next week. Peace, bye-bye.